<laughs> Hughes, you are on a roll. You are on a roll. This is Guy. This no, is guy's your tune, Guy. Uh, bear with me, favorites. Richard. Now, this is the theme tune to Joe 90, of course, as, as, as you uh, all know, because all, yeah. all our podcasters are of a certain age, so you'll all know this one. And it's always, I've always quite fancied this Have as a run-on really? tune yeah. for a football um, team. And it might I, as well be my football team. Uh, well, absolutely. I do, one thing worth mentioning to all those people out there who are obviously agog at this, uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, l- choice, line of yeah. discussion is that a, a walk-on run-on tune needs to have a run, has, has to have an intro. Yeah, yeah. It can't just go straight in. Uh, uh, it, it helps for everybody to go, oh, here it yeah. comes. Um, so a, a, a little bit of a build-up is no bad thing in a, in a, in a, in a walk-on tune. Of course, I don't remember that, that tune. And of course, of we course are talking about walk-on yeah. these days. Well, you see, that's different, isn't it? Because at one the time, the days, teams used to burst out of the tunnel well, and well, John you know, Impey at, hurtle at, at, onto at, at its the pitch. head. Yes. Usually or I've got Pafé News footage in my, in my oh, head. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you, you know so what I mean. Speed. Yeah. They were surrounded by there were lots of small boys around the end of the tunnel, yeah. rattles and that right. sort of thing. But, um, anyway... Um, uh, if if people have got any, yeah, that's that's who you really smart and clever ideas because because almost anything is possible in this. Hmm. We're, we're not talking. There isn't a template for this, is there? It doesn't have to be like this, like that, or like the other. And it just has to be right for Talkie United, and it it can be a little bit off the wall. You were saying that. Um, you were aware that a few years ago, quite a lot of the, Scottish, the Scottish clubs almost teams, had a private yeah. competition to come out with the, with, with the weirdest... It's something really cool. Jesus and Mary Chain was a, a run-on <laughs> for, for somebody somewhere in, in Scotland. But uh, Band close to my own heart. We should also say that, we, as far as we're aware, Talking United aren't even in the market for a new run-on team. Well, We've just started I, I this on our own. A, I have we? had a private chat behind the scenes okay. with one or two of the movers and shakers at uh, the Lorna Window Stadium, and, uh, and I, I think they would be open to... Uh, uh, something. I think they're aware of the fact that that the fans, you, you know, uh, uh, and also there's. I think they're they're going to have certainly next season and and maybe even this season they're going to have a bit of a a fresh look at yeah. a number of these off-field issues to try and um, improve and and. Uh, G up the yeah. uh, the match. What should we call it? The match day match experience. Day. <laughs> you have been dre- on management courses. What a dreadful you? thing. Um, I've got one I'll lined up to I'll sign out with back. later. Have on. you? Yes. I dread so. to think. We should talk <laughs> about football matters again. No, though, absolutely. Um, it's an enormous Saturday. period for Torquay coming up now. There's some key matches coming up, beginning at the LWS on Saturday afternoon with a visit of Gateshead. Well, uh, and, and as important and as uplifting as a win over Mac- um, uh, Wrexham, I beg your pardon, in the you uh, got ahead trophy, of yourself yeah, then. Got ahead of myself um, in the trophy last weekend was. We're now getting back to the serious business, and and if United are going to get out of the situation they're in. Uh, I'd, I'm sure I'm not sort of you know coming up with any new science when I say that they they need to narrow the gap between yeah. themselves and the teams they're chasing, the Boreham Woods and the Halifaxes, although they're, they're flying at the moment, aren't they? Halifax all of a sudden. Um, but they need to narrow that gap yeah. from seven or eight points down to more manageable proportions. They don't actually have to pass them, although if they could do that, that would be very yeah. nice. But but they need to narrow that gap so that everybody can see that they have a real good chance of getting out of this and Gateshead at home on Saturday yeah. um, in the league with one or two other 
factors thrown in, which we're, we'll go on yeah. to in a second, is, is a big chance to do it. Those factors being new players? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, Mr Ryan Bowman coming back to, to play more. Obviously, he scored what, 19 he goals scored a few. Yes. last season. Yeah. Quite a few of them, in fairness, in cup competitions rather than mm. in the trophy, rather than in the league. Yeah. Um, and there were a few penalties thrown in as well. But he, he obviously uh, went to... Um, uh, Gateshead at the start of the season to get him off the wage bill, I think, apart from anything else. Yeah. And and which and he he wanted Ryan wanted to go back up to the northeast anyway. He, he comes from that part of the world. Um, he's got another 13 for Gateshead this season. They flew out of the traps and looked like they were going to be, you know, a nailed on promotion. They started really well, didn't they? And they're just out of it at the moment, but they they certainly have the potential. They've got a good old soldier in um, John Shaw up front with. Yes, Bowman, so that's yeah. going to be a big test for the United defence that yeah. did really well last Saturday against Wrexham. Um, and of course, now in camp, there are Toby Ajala yes, back three, up more. Possibly three new faces. Nathan Blissett, in yeah. uh, who I have a funny feeling might, uh, if he can click here, prove to be an inspired move by uh, yeah. Kevin Nicholson. And Sean Harrod, who I think everybody's looking forward to seeing whether he yeah. can... Uh, roll the clock back a couple of years and produce a sort of form that um, made him such a big hit at Burton and Northampton and one or two other clubs. Yeah, because he is the kind of player we've been talking about, as some would say, we've been talking about incessantly this season. Well, but, you know, he's he's the kind of player we've been looking for. He's a he? goal scorer. Yeah, you know, and and uh, um, in a funny sort of way, in a way that Tyrone Marsh could, you know, it could still be. Yeah. Uh, in other words, Blissett or a player like Blissett or a player like Andre Wright can do an awful lot of the donkey work, but you you, you need, and, and as valuable as that may be, and Blissett is a, 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 a target man centre-forward, yeah. and in lower division football, you need those blokes putting the hard yards in and yeah. winning the headers and winning, and, and winning the second balls and putting defenders under pressure. And then, if you've got somebody going, thank you very much, there's another one in yeah. the back of the net, and everybody after, at the end of the afternoon says, well, he didn't do an awful lot. Oh no, he's got another couple, has he? Yeah. Uh, and and that combination yeah. has worked down the years, and it almost certainly would do again. And Toby Ajala, especially when we've all seen him, when he gets a run down that wing, down in front of the pop side, he's a supplier of quality crosses, isn't he? Yeah. And and I, t Kevin Nicholson, when he brought him back, touched on the one thing: is is the one thing you get with Toby is work rate. Uh, uh, yeah. w whether it's coming off for him or not, uh, um, he he he. he uh, one of the reasons why the United fans liked him was not the fact that he made correct decisions because we all know that many times he didn't make correct decisions but they liked him because he put in a shift and he when is. he lost the ball he would yeah. try his darndest to get it back he is Chris Hargreaves unleashed dog isn't he yes that was a great yes, that was quite a good image that but yes he's you know, like my Take dog on, on Exmouth Beach and wasn't and it and or, or was it yeah Till, till or was back. it Dawlish Warren? I think it was Dawlish Warren, wasn't that, it? And as a defender, Toby Ajala must be a nightmare to play against, though, because he must be always in your face. As you say, the work rate is very, very high, isn't it? And yeah, he's no, always I, involved. And, and, and he's back at a club where, you know, he, he had a th good season last season. The fans liked him. He knows that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the platform is, is there for him to, to come and prove people wrong. He tried very hard to get a contract at a higher level last summer, turned down a deal at Playmore, uh, went on trial to several clubs, wasn't taken on, ended up at Dover yeah. in the same division. Um, uh, and, and let's face it, I don't think anybody doubts that he's got the talent and the ability mm. to play higher than this level. And 
um, uh, uh, fingers crossed for him that it happens. Yeah. Um, and he's got a, he's got a, you know a stage now to go and uh, do a job for himself, but also a hugely important job for Torquay. Because a lot of Kevin Nicholson's building blocks must now be in place, aren't they? You could see on Saturday that there are one or two places in the team where there were, a change was needed, but these are the changes, aren't they? Yeah, I think there's one area possibly, and that's midfield. Mm. I, th I think, you know, United could probably do with a little bit more natural creativity in there. Funnily enough, Kevin Nicholson's been talking this week about Sam Chaney. Uh, yeah. not, not that I, d I think Sam Chaney will necessarily start against Gateshead on Saturday, um, but we were chatting about the whole similarity between Unano Kane uh, when he first came to the club and was trying to get into the team and everybody yeah. said, well, he's very talented and he can pass the ball, but is he strong enough and is he ready to go in in the bish-bash-bosh of lower division football? And then eventually, of course, he yeah. did go in and Sam Chaney, everybody said, oh, a very talented player, good first touch, sees a pass, you know, can, yeah. can deliver a, a pass, etc., etc., et cetera, and can shoot, funnily enough, but is he big enough? Is he strong enough? It's the same old thing, isn't yeah. it? You know, um, he's only a young lad and it's, you know, uh, what's the old saying about if you're, yeah, if, if you're good enough, you're old enough. Get them in there. So yeah, so looking forward to this. It's going to be a good game on Saturday. I, th I, th I think it's 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 if United could beat Gateshead, I I, I think it really would. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, they've got Tranmere away. I think the following weeks, which will be tough. Yeah. Um, but if United could beat Gateshead, I think it would send a, a, a real message out, not just to mm. the rest of the division, but to everybody in the camp. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, we keep coming back to this one, don't we? Sham 69, oh, kids are united. It's noisy, it's a rabble-rouser. I'm not sure about that. No? Oh, David. You see, you come from that era, head-banging era, and uh, uh, the jury's out. We'll find it with maybe a bit of Burt Bacharach or something. We're running out of time. Thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast this week.